female folk singer is dead after she was attacked by a pair of coyotes. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what's going on. He hit your face off! We actually have a trainer in the water with one of our whales. If I show weakness, if I retreat, I may be hurt, I may be killed. Baby Azaria Chamberlain was taken by a dingo back in 1980. Wool bear. Wool bear. Wool bear. Have you you've seen those videos like where like a, a grizzly bear is approaching a group of tourists and they've got like a like a Canadian or like a you know like a tour guide from like Maine or something um, and they're always like wool bear. I just find that so goddamn charming, and it actually fits into today's theme. Welcome back to Man, it is the only true crime podcast on the internet where all the killers are real animals. I'm your host, James, and we are talking bear. We're talking bear attacks today. Um, as stated last week, I um, I stumbled across a nifty little list of... Um, you know, fatal bear attacks that occurred in North America. So this is the first episode of hopefully what will be a multi-part series. Our first multi-part series, I think, actually, if you think about it. Um, So this will be part one of, what are we going to call it? Uh, Bears and Bloodshed in uh, North America. (laughs) We'll name the title later. So essentially, yeah, I have a, a pretty comprehensive list of all the bear attacks that have occurred in uh, Mexico, America, and Canada, although I don't know if any of them actually are in Mexico. But I have a pretty good list. I'm going to go through them. We're going to go from the beginning uh, times, so I think the earliest is in like the 19... Sorry, the 1830s? No, the 1780s, apparently. Uh, We're going to work our way forwards all the way to the 2020s. Uh, I'll let you know at the out front, this list compiles um, three types of bear attacks. So... Bear attacks caused by grizzly bears, aka brown bears, um, black bears, and polar bears. And um, you may have heard this, uh, what do you call it, saying. I've heard it on TikTok a few times, but like when you're talking about these three bears, they each have different approaches to survive an encounter with them. So the, the, the rhyme goes, um, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, lie down. And if it's white, say goodnight. And that obviously means if it's black, you know, black bear, fight it back, throw a stick at it, make yourself big and scary. If it's a brown bear, don't do that. Lie down and play dead. Let it, you know, tear at your backpack or whatever. But where it gets a little bit pessimistic um, is, the, <laughs> is the polar bear thing. Just say goodnight. That doesn't seem like the best advice to me. Um, I would like to know what, what if I am going to get attacked by a polar bear, what's better? Is it better to fight back or is it better to play dead? Um, or, I don't know, seduce the polar bear, maybe. I think it, you, you might as well give it a go. If you're about to die anyway, maybe just flop it out and see what the polar bear has to say. Uh, what's that? Okay, I'm being advised by my uh, my attorney. I'm not allowed to give that kind of advice on the podcast. Uh, so <clears throat> don't flop your cock out if you see a polar bear. Um, just I guess say goodnight. I don't I don't really understand how that's helpful. But anyway, moving on. A little bit of information um, at the start of this this list. As I stated, the the three bears that attack people in North America, uh, black bears, brown bears, and polar bears, um, most of the animal attacks that we are going to talk about today, or at least a large portion of them, happen in the wild. But there have been cases of animals, uh, bears held in in captivity, um, that have attacked like animal trainers, they've attacked people in zoos or carnivals, or even um, sometimes 
they're kept as pets and they kill their, their owners or friends of their owners. Um, in America, and you might have learned this from watching that documentary Tiger King back in 2020 when the, the first lockdown sort of happened, um, America has like shockingly few rules when it comes to what animals you can own as pets. Um, you can have monkeys, you can have tigers, obviously, uh, big cats and bears, uh, very common in the United States to keep as well, I don't know if you call them pets, but to keep them in capti- captivity, I don't believe you have to have many qualifications or licenses to do that, which f- frankly blows my mind because I'm from Australia where you need a license to pretty much do everything. Um, thankfully, not host podcasts because if this thing was regulated, I think I would be in jail. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm just going to read a little bit here. Fatal bear attacks in North America have occurred in a variety of settings. There have been several uh, several in the bear's habitats involving hikers, hunters, and campers. A lot of times when this happens, it's because um, the person has wandered into the bear's habitat. Um, and not just that, they've, they have in some way um, unconsciously threatened the bear's cubs. Um, we'll find out, I'm sure, as we go through this list, that that is a very common reason for these bear attacks. Some bear attacks in the wild have occurred due to like predation where bears actually have actively hunted for um, people and have eaten them um, and they are they're man-eating animals a lot of times it's territorial or protective reasons so maybe you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time um, most bear attacks in the wild occur when there's only one or two people in the vicinity so when you're with a larger group um, bear attacks are less likely particularly if um you know, maybe the bear rushes in and attacks one person. Once it realizes you're in a group of, you know, two, three, four, or five more people, um, it will then back away. Um, incidents where bear attacks occur, uh, they happen all, all over North America, um, but there are a few places in particular that seem to, you know, lightning seems to keep striking there. Um, there are native ranges in Alaska um, and northern and western Canada, um, as well as portions of the Rocky Mountains in the United States. California as well seems to have a lot on this list. Um, the location of black bear wilderness fatal attacks reflect their wider range. Um, yeah, so that's 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 just some um, beginning advice or beginning information for us there. So we're going to travel back all the way to the 1780s. Now, this list is broken in an interesting way. It's not all chronological. Um, it's semi-chronological, but they break the attacks um, down by the different species of bear. So black bear, brown bear, and polar bear. So what we're going to do is we're going to go backwards, um, but you might notice that the dates aren't all chronological. That's because I'll be reading, for example, the black bears first, and then the brown bears, and then if there's any polar bears, which there are not very many, um, we'll be doing it that way. So I would like you to, you know, (laughs) relax, close your eyes, especially if you're driving, and uh, here we go. We are going to talk about every single fatal black every single fatal uh, bear attack uh, in North America since 1780. So our first unfortunate victim was a young male uh, at eight years old who died on August, uh, died in August on 17, in 1784. Um, we don't know the name of this child. All that we know is that he was a son of Mr. Leach. This attack occurred in Moultonborough in New Hampshire. Uh, the son of Mr. Leach was sent to a pasture with a horse and was attacked by a three-year-old bear. Leach, on arrival, finding the bear holding his son by the throat, struck the bear with a stake. The bear withdrew, dragging the boy with him. A search was mounted the next day, and the corpse of the boy was discovered with partially devoured uh, limbs. The bear rose from behind a nearby log and was killed by three gunshots. Um... Yeah. Oh, one thing I think I will do is we might like do a little bit of a, a gold star thing where if uh, 
you know, a particularly brutal bear attack, we might like try like highlight that and just, you know, try to narrow down which of these attacks are the worst that, are, that have happened in history. That one, um, obviously very sad, but not that awful. Okay. The next bear attack on record um, happens 50 years later in the ni- in the 1830s. So we're traveling to, to a new uh, century. This attack occurred uh, from a grizzly bear, this time a brown bear. Um, the name of the victim was Peter Lebec. Um, he was a male, but we don't know how old he was. The date that he died was October 17th, 1837. Um, this was a wild bear attack in Fort Tejon in California. Lebec was out hunting grizzly bears. He dispatched one with a well-placed shot and assumed it to be dead. He approached it. However, the bear rallied and lunged, throwing him to the ground and breaking his neck. He was killed instantly, but the bear was later killed by Native American hunters. So that's an interesting one where uh, this victim wasn't killed by, uh, you know, claw marks, scratch marks, or bites, as uh, as is common. Um, when we've talked about brown bears before... A lot of times the cause of death is actually a puncture of the skull or the neck with their extremely large fangs. Um, This time he was just knocked over and he broke his neck and died instantly. So as far as like bear attacks go, this is a pretty tame one. It's not, um, not the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay, the next attack doesn't happen until the 1850s and we have four here. Um, These were all caused by brown bears, grizzly bears. And the first one is someone you may have heard of before. He has his own... um, Oh, actually, I'm going to go backwards. So the last one is someone you'll have heard of for. Jim Boggs. We don't know his name. He was a male. Uh, and this attack occurred somewhere around 1850 uh, in the Russian River in California. While hunting grizzly bears, Jim Boggs, uh, he blundered into the den of a mother with cubs. He was attacked and killed. That's all there is to it. He blundered in, though. That, the, <laughs> the writing of this article seems to be a little bit judgmental, but... Yep, blended in, eaten by cubs and the mother. Not surprising. Isaac Slova was 68 years old. He was a male. And he died on October 27th, 1854. This attack occurred in Mount San Antonio in California. Isaac Slova was a trapper and hunter who hunted grizzly bears even in his old age. Remembering he died uh, two years away from his 70th birthday. Slova shot and wounded one on Mount San Antonio near his cabin. The large wounded bear crawled into the brush and Slova over reloaded and followed whereupon he was attacked he died three days later so that one yeah quite i think that might be our first really old guy that's been attacked as well um yeah (laughs) a couple of these uh, you know have a branching theme of um you know shooting the bear and then following them and they're getting killed let's make absolutely sure that when we shoot a bear it's definitely dead guys how's that sound (sighs) okay our next victim Andrew Whiteley, in parentheses, Andy, sublet. Sublet? Sublute. I don't know. He was 46-year-old, and he was attacked on December 19th, 1853, by a bear in Santa Monica in California. Andrew, or Andy, was an experienced bear hunter who hunted and killed many bears. Sublet shot and wounded a bear after being separated from his hunting party near present-day Santa Monica in 1854. He was then mauled, but stabbed the bear to death with his knife with the help of his dog. The dog survived, however, Sublet died seven days later owing to his injuries. Very sad. This is the person I was thinking you might know, this next person, John Grizzly Adams. Um, I actually don't know who that is, but I only know from, um, uh, what was that movie? Happy Gilmore, where they're like, yeah, and Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. 
I don't know if that's a reference anyone else remembers, but John Grizzly Adams was 43 years old when he died. Uh, he was attacked uh, in Sierra Nevada in California. All four of these attacks in the 50s in California. Um, this attack occurred in 1855. John Grizzly Adams was a professional trapper and trainer of wild animals. He was badly injured dislodging his scalp, oh God, and leaving a silver dollar in his head. He died in 1860 from complications of his scalp wound. Wow. So he was attacked by a bear, leaving a silver dollar in his head. We're going to take a little sidebar here and Google Grizzly Adams. What the hell? Maybe this might be a story we we deal with uh, another time. Let's look at his death. Um, Okay. Adams suffered head and neck trauma during a grizzly bear attack in the Sierra Nevada mountains of California in 1855. His scalp was dislodged and he was left with a silver dollar sized impression in his skull. I understand. Uh, Just above his forehead. Adams made a pet Sorry, Adams had made pets of several grizzlies and often wrestled with them while training them in exhibitions. During one such bout, his most delinquent grizzly, General Fredmont, named for uh, John C. Fredmont, struck Adams in the head and reopened the wound. It was subsequently re-injured several times, eventually leaving Adams' brain tissue exposed. The damage was further exacerbated while Adams was on tour with a circus in New England during the summer of 1860 when a monkey, this guy's insane, when a monkey he was attempting to train purposefully bit into the wound. After more than four months performing with his California menagerie, complications from the injury led to Adams' inability to continue with the show. After completing his contract with P.T. Barnum, ah, that fucking guy, he retired to Neposet, Massachusetts, where he died of illness, possibly meningitis, just five days after arriving at the home of his wife and daughter. Upon hearing of Adam's death, Barnum was deeply grieved. Aw, so sorry that asshole was grieved. Deeply. Adams was interred at the Bay Path Cemetery in Charlton, Massachusetts. It is believed P.T. Barnum commissioned the creation of his tombstone. Also buried there, nearby, are his mother, father, a sister, his wife, his son, and one of his two daughters. Okay, that's a really interesting bear attack. So this guy didn't actually pass away from the bear attack itself. Uh, He died from (laughs) complications of having a dollar-sized hole in your skull. Who knew that that would be a a risk? Um... What a we we have to do an episode about that guy. That sounds absolutely insane. Okay, moving forward, we going into the nineteen sorry the eighteen sixties. Now we only have one confirmed death. Uh, this time from Utah, Charles Henry Gates, age thirty five. He was attacked on August thirty in eighteen sixty three. Uh, Gates was hunting hunting a grizzly bear that escaped from a trap and was mauled in two thousand and four. The descendants of Gates placed a new headstone at his gravesite. Interesting. Let's move to the ni- to the 1870s. I, I hope you're noticing as well that uh, for the majority of this list, we've had uh, one, two, three, four, five, five people from California die, one from Utah and one from New Hampshire. I would say that um, there's a few reasons for maybe why that we're leaning so much towards uh, uh, California. I guess maybe there were lots of people there. Maybe they're just better record keepers than the rest of the country at this time. Um, who knows? Uh, let's talk about the 19... No, we did the 1960s. Ni- the 1870s. Uh, another brown bear attack. William White Waddell, age 57. So another kind of elderly guy. Um, he was attacked in Big Basin Redwood State Park in California in 1875. Waddell, a lumber mill owner, was killed near Waddell Creek in Santa Cruz County, California. Another Californian. 
Okay, Time Machine, and we are hitting up the 1880s now. Quite a few confirmed kills from bears in this uh, decade, so let's go backwards through them. Our first victim, Hiram Conrad uh, Nagel, age 22, uh, was attacked on the 24th of June, 1892, in Colonia Pacio, uh, Chihuahua, Mexico. Oh, Chihuahua. Hiram and his brother shot and wounded a grizzly bear, which they pursued, thinking it would soon expire. Classic. While brother George was repairing his gun, Hiram went to shoot the bear, but was mauled and killed when the bear crushed his skull. The bear was shot and killed by George with his repaired rifle. Yep. Check your kill, please. Uh, Richard Wilson, um, next up. Uh, I should mention these... The, the, the past person I talked about, this one and the next one, are all people who were killed by brown bears. Okay, um, Richard Wilson, we don't know his age, but he was a male, uh, and he must have been uh, old enough to be a bear hunter, so probably at least 15 years old. Um, July 1885 was killed by a wild bear in Sedona, Arizona. A bear hunter, Wilson was hunting grizzly bears and shot one near Oak Creek, Arizona. He followed the bear into a thicket and was attacked. He tried to escape by climbing a tree, but the bear pulled him down and killed him. Fuck, that is brutal. Old Ike is our next victim. Um, Again, don't know exactly how old he was, uh, but he was a male. He was killed in Salmon River, Idaho, on June 1886. One of the most successful bear hunters, he killed over 100 grizzlies during the 1800s. In June 1886, he wounded a grizzly bear near the head near the headwaters of the Salmon River, but not enough to cripple the animal. After pursuing it into a dense stand of trees, he was attacked by the bear and mauled, with the bear biting into his chest, crushing his entire ribcage with one bite. Fuck. The bear was driven off by its companions, and apparently was not killed. Uh, at least not at this moment. Wowee. That is, um, that's wild. That one, that guy's crazy. Old Ike. I wonder if there's more information about him somewhere else. His name isn't hyperlinked, so there's nothing I can click. Wow. Okay. We're still in the 1800s, uh, but we're talking about black bears this time. And this is the first black bear on the list since the very first entry. Uh, so black bears, John Dennison, aged 82. That is the oldest person on our list so far as well. John Dennison, 82, uh, was attacked on June 1881 at Algonquin Provincial Park in Ontario, Canada. This was Ontario's first recorded fatal bear attack. Dennison was inspecting his bear traps uh, on Lake... O- uh, oh, how do I say this? Opeongo, Opeongo, uh, which is now part of Algonquin Park. He discovered a bear caught in the trap uh, sorry, caught in the trap in a struggle between two ensued, ending in both of their deaths. After discovering a bear caught in a trap, a struggle ensued, and they both died. Okay, well, okay, this 82-year-old still killed a bear on his way out. That's pretty badass. Um, I should say, it's the first recorded fatal black bear attack um, that specified him. Maybe there have been grizzly attacks in the past. I'm not sure. John Robinson, age unknown, uh, was killed in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, on December 29, 1883. Robinson's dead body was found near train tracks. There was evidence of bear attacks, uh, bear tracks, and a terrible struggle. And that's all the information we have on that one. Uh, Frank Devereux, age 52, was attacked in uh, Cheboygan. Cheboygan, Michigan, on September 4th, 1883. Devaru and the bear's corpses were found in the woods. Wow, wait, bear's corpses. 
Does that mean there were more than one? There were indications that the bear and the man had fought each other. Although the article does not mention the species of bear, it is assumed to be a black bear, as this is the only species native in Michigan. Okay, not multiple bears, just one. We are powering through, everyone. I had initially thought maybe we'll just go up to the uh, 1900s, and maybe we will. Um, Let's see. Our next entrance from uh, the 1890s. There's only one entrance here, uh, and it's a brown bear, um, but there is a little bit of information about this one. So the the victim's name was Philip Henry Vetter. He was 37 years old, and he was a male. Um, I will mention as well, uh, so far on this list, only males have died from bear attacks. This attack occurred near Green Bull River in Wyoming. Vetter, a buffalo hunter, had stated had started no, had stated to follow a fellow hunter a week before that he would be oh I understand Vetter, a buffalo hunter, had stated to a fellow hunter a week before that he would be going out for a bear. A week later, another hunter seeking shelter from the rain investigated his cabin, which had been ransacked by a grizzly bear, and found Vetter dead in the cabin. A newspaper was found which had been written on the blood by Veda before his death, describing his battle with a grizzly bear and ending with the words, I'm dying. The hunter and another man searched for signs of the bear and only found Veda's hat, two empty rifle casings, and his rifle with a cartridge jammed in its chamber. Veda was buried in old trail town Cody, Wyoming. Oh, that's a cool story. You know what that reminds me of? I don't know if any of you have played um, Red Dead Redemption 2, but... When you're exploring, um, there's an area, like, I think in the the east of the map, I think it's the east, uh, where there's, like, nice, you know, redwood foresty area, um, and there is a cabin, and I wonder if this is based off this, because there's a cabin, um, and you can go into that cabin, and when you open the door, there is actually a grizzly bear in there um, that attacks you, and you have to kill it with a knife, but after you do that, if you survive, you find um, on the bed uh, a dead man, um, potentially Veta. Uh, 1892, would that be around the same time as the game was made? I'm not sure, but it could have been inspired by this. Um, you do find a note from that guy, I believe, and a few belongings of his. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, I think we will finish it up in the 1900s. We've got three stories now, um, all of them black bears, black bear attacks. Um, okay, and, ooh, okay, we have our first female on the list. Um, unfortunately for this story, the first one, this occurred in, uh, on May 19th, 1901, and there's three victims, and unfortunately they are all children. Um, not a lot of information about this story, uh, but the attack did occur in Job, or Job, uh, West Virginia. Uh, the children, oh, the names of the children, Mary Porterfield, who was three years old, Willie Porterfield, who was five years old, and Henry Porterfield, uh, who was seven years old. So Mary is the first um, female on this list, and uh, all three of these children would be among the, the youngest. I believe Mary is the youngest so far on our list as well. Oh, but I am just seeing that is going to be a short-lived medal, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay, Mary, Willie, and Henry. The three children were gathering flowers near their home when they were attacked. A member of a search party found the remains of the children and shot and killed the bear. Oof, oh, that is a brutal story. That's so sad. I wish there was more information on that. There isn't. Okay, um, our next one from the 1900s. Again, another black bear. John Ditched. D-I-C-H-T. Ditched. I think that's how I pronounce that. Was 18 years old. Uh, was attacked on November 24th, 1906 uh, in Elk County, Pennsylvania. 
And uh, you're going to love it. It's it's very cliche at this point. But John Ditch thought that the bear was dead. Ditch began skinning it. The bear immediately woke up and tore off one of Ditch's arms and then killed him. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If someone started to skin me, I'd probably wake up too. Um, poor, poor John. Okay. Our final story for today, our final uh, entry in the 1900s um, is... Ugh, this is sad. <laughs> There's no first name... It's just Baby Laird, L-A-I-R-D, Baby Laird. Baby was one years old. Uh, On October 5th, 1908, in Tucson, Arizona, this attack occurred. Um, This was a captive bear attack. And if I just scroll back really quickly, uh, yes, this is the first captive bear attack on our list, as a matter of fact, as well. Okay, this is a one-year-old, so... After a bear escaped from a cage at Elysian Grove Pleasure Park, Bus Laird ran in uh, ran with her infant child in a go-kart. The bear grabbed and killed the baby. Wow. Elysian Grove Pleasure Park. So that must be some sort of weird theme park where they keep bears. Um Yeah. Oh, that is so sad. She ran with her infant child in a go-kart. The bear grabbed and killed the baby. That's all the information we have there. What's this? Okay. It looks like there is a reference here for an article. Let's click that and see what happens. Bear killed by a child. Oh, there's an article in the Montreal Gazette from October 6th, 1908. Let's have a look. See if this leads to anything. Wow. Oh, this is old. Okay. Bear with me. (laughs) Bear with me. Oh, fuck. I'm talking about a dead baby. This is sad. Okay, um, I'm going to see if I can read this article, though. The, it's, a very old, um, it's a very old newspaper, and it's very hard to control the screen. Um, okay, the headline is, Bear Killed a Child. I love how simple things were back then. Tame, in quotation marks, animal became enraged and charged at spectators. Tucson, Arizona, October 5th, a terrible tragedy was enacted at Elysian Grove, a pleasure park where an immense black bear escaped from a, what, escaped from a cage yesterday and charged a throng of visitors. The animal, which had been raised in captivity from a cub, had been in the habit of drinking soda pop at the bar when he was, when he escaped, uh, sorry, and Mm, this is badly written, was in the habit of drinking soda pop at the bar, and when he escaped, he went there. He was driven away by attendants who attempted to force it back into its cage. The beast became enraged and charged the crowd. The wife of a Southern Pacific employee, Buzz Laird, a bus Laird, ran with a go-kart containing an infant. The bear pursued and snatched the infant and crushed it to death before its mother's eyes. It was attacking the woman when a shot from a policeman's revolver stopped it. The bystanders opened a a fusillade? Fusillade. I don't know what that is. And killed the bear with a score of bullets. The beast had been closely confined since a week ago when it attacked the small boy. When it attacked the small... So, wow, okay, so this bear had actually attacked a small boy a week earlier um, when it actually attacked again and killed the baby. That's sad. This is cool, though. I, I probably should have been checking back through our list when there were references, so maybe I'll go back and see if there's anything interesting. Um, there's a reference here for John Dicht, 
who had his arm ripped off, the guy before. Let's let's have a look. We'll, we maybe we'll click on two newspaper references if we can find them. What was the one that I said was really interesting that I wanted to know more about earlier? Um, where we have the son of the Mister Leech. Oh, um, it was old, old something, old Ike. Was it old Ike? Yeah, old Ike. Okay, I think there is a link. Here. There is a link here. Is that it? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, bear. Hold on there, bear. 281. 281. Brown Gary. The Bear Almanac. Pages 200. Okay, let's have a look at this. I don't know what the Bear Almanac is. <clears throat> okay. It's taken me to a link to a book called The Bear Almanac uh, and given me two pages to read. Let's have a look here. Oh, interesting. Look at this. The Bear Almanac, it seems to be a book about the exact thing that we're talking about. This might even this might have been a better reference uh, material than than what we used. Maybe we'll have to go back and um do another episode using the Bear Almanac. But look, a lot of the things that we've talked about today are on here. We've got um Peter Lebeck, Hiram Nagel, Andy Sublette. These people are all on here. I imagine that this was probably used as a uh, the uh, the reference for this article. Old Ike. Should we read a bit about Old Ike? Okay. Old Ike, an experienced bear hunter, but considered by someone to be somewhat careless, Old Ike was killed by a grizzly bear in the spring or early summer of 1886 at the headwaters of the Sullen River, Idaho. He was hurried follow sorry, he was hurriedly following the bear, and it pursued him to a dense squad of trees where it charged him. He fired one hasty shot, evidently wounding it, uh, wounding the animal, but not seriously enough to stop or cripple it. As two of his companions ran forward, they saw the bear seize him with his wide with its with its widespread jaws, forcing him to the ground, describes Theodore Roosevelt in American Bears. Wow. This is this is so fascinating. Wow. Teddy Roosevelt said this. Um, Teddy Roosevelt said, They shouted and fired, and the beast abandoned the fallen man on the instant and sullenly re-abandoned the fo- Oh, God. Let me say this again. They shouted and fired, and the beast abandoned the fallen man on the instant and suddenly retreated into the, sp- the spruce thicket with, uh, <laughs> whither they dared not to follow it. Their friend was... At his last gasp, for the whole side of his chest had been crushed in one bite. Oh, yeah. Interesting. This is a really interesting book. The Bear Almanac was published in 1993. That's the year I was born. Uh, Who wrote it? Doesn't say. Wow. Interesting. Okay. We might have to have an episode on the Bear Almanac. Who else is here? Let's have a read of some of the people that we talked about. Fred Fritz. I don't think we talked about Fred Fritz. We maybe we'll come over him later. Peter Lebeck. We talked about Peter Lebeck before. Killed by a grizzly bear on October 17th, 1837, at the site that it became Fort Tejon, Kern County, California. The Indians, and that's what's in the book. I'm going to change it. The Native Americans of the area related a story during the late 1800s of a person, assumed to be Lebeck, who... Uh, uh, pursued a grizzly bear, shot it, and believing it to be dead, approached it and was killed by the bear. His companions buried him at the site. Yikes. Okay. There's a quote here too, um, in the middle of this book. Many, 
It says Eskimos. I know that's a slur, but it's in the book. I'm just going to have to read it. I don't know what to replace that with. Many Eskimos have been killed by polar bears. The great majority of them have been hunters while killed lancing or knifing bears at close quarters, says Richard Perry. We haven't gotten to any um, uh, polar bears yet, but I'm hoping we get there soon. Um, where We have a couple here. Um, name unknown. A bunch of name unknowns. Maybe we'll finish this episode, um, you know, listening to some name unknowns. Okay. Ernest Thompson Seton in Lives of Game Animals describes a tracker who was killed in Ontario, Canada in November 19... Oh, we're going into the 1990s. Oh, well. 1929 by a monstrous black bear with face and neck laden with festering porcupine quills. That's gross. Uh, Three New Mexicans shortly before 1850, attacked two grizzly bears. The encounter resulted in one dead bear, two dead hunters, with the other hunter badly mauled. A man was killed in the early days, and that's all it says, in the early days, by a grizzly bear in Strawberry Canyon, now part of the University of California campus, Berkeley, California, according to M.T. Carlton, in the Burns of uh, Berkeley. Near Bodega. Bodega? Sonoma County in California in the mid-1800s, a young man armed only with pistols followed a mortally wounded bear into a thicket and was literally torn to pieces, according to Tracy, uh, Tracy Stoner and Lloyd Tevis in California Grizzly. And our final person... Oh, this one does have a name. Richard Wilson. Richard Wilson, a hunter and partner of Bear Howard, Wilson shot a grizzly bear with an inadequate rifle in Oak Creek Canyon, Sedona, Arizona. We talked about this guy, didn't we? I'm sure we did. Alone, he followed the bear into the thicket where he was attacked. Attempted to climb a small tree, but was dragged in. We, we talked about that guy. Wow. Fascinating. There's so much information about these attacks. It's, it blows my mind. Um, well, I think we will leave that there. We've gone from 1730... No, sorry, 1780, all the way to the 1900s, where we will continue our series on North American bear attacks, uh, starting in the 1990s. Did I talk? Yes, the 1910s. The 1910s. Um, thank you so much for listening to that. I think, you know what? We have some spare time. I wasn't going to do this, but I think I'm in the mood for a scratch of the day. So normally what I do with a scratch of the day is I beforehand will find some... Uh, animal attack stories and read them. Um, I think I'm just going to look for some now. Um, So I'll read out three headlines and let's see what we think is most interesting. So what is your liability if your dog is involved in an animal attack in New South Wales? Nah. Ruckus at Austin Aquarium to warn guests of animal attacks. Uh, That's from Peter. I don't want to read what Peter says. Here's one. Um, Four deaths in wild animal attacks in um, really, in a month. Let's have a look at that. This does look like it's an Indian website, an Indian news report, so bear with me with the really bad pronunciations of some of these places. Oh, it's a very short article. Armrilly District in Gujarat has witnessed a total of four deaths due to the attacks of wild animals like lions and leopards in Armrilly within the last 25 days. In three out of the four cases, the attacks were done by leopards. A leopard killed two girls within a 15-day duration in Jita in Dahi. The panther attacked a one-and-a-half-year-old girl sleeping beside her mother previously in Jira, Jira in Dahi. The same panther again attacked a three-year-old girl. The panther attacked an old la- a panther attacked an old lady in Jabala. The attack of the lion and lionesses 
sorry, the attack of a lion and lioness on a farm laborer in Nani Dahi in Kambala uh, led to his death. Okay, not a, not a ton of information there, but you know, it, just a, a somber reminder of how dangerous these big cats can be in places like India. I think, uh, sorry, I should check that this is in India. Desh Gurat is a what? Uh, I have no idea where this place is. Oh yeah, Gurat, Gurjarat. India and the war. I think it's an Indian website. I can't be sure, but let's. I'm just going to assume it is. Um, yeah, big cats were obviously a huge problem in the early 1900s. Uh, we talked about that with so many of our previous stories. Champawat tiger, uh, the leopard of the central provinces is a story we'll be talking about soon. Um, the bachelor of Palgahar, I think it was. Although that one didn't kill anyone. That's right. But there are a lot of big cat episodes. Go and listen to them. Um, it is a somber reminder for us that these are not stories that exist only in history. Um, this leopard here attacked two people. Um, serial killer leopard at this point. Um, okay, let's go back and have a look for another uh, a story. When animals attack or snack on your car. That's just from a car and driver website. That's not interesting. Um, I would love to find a story not from India, so I don't have to read the... Uh, here's a good one. This is from TMZ, so you know it's going to be a great source. Rabid fox attack. Chomps on woman over and over in gnarly video. Let's see if this video has any sound. No. All right, there's a little fox. She's walking up to this woman. The woman's on her phone, not looking at her, and it bites on her ankle, and she kicks it. She kicks it away, but it keeps coming back, and she stomps on it, and she kicks it, and now it's biting her hand, and ooh, and she launches it into the air like a football. Ow. Boom. Aha. Uh, it's still going after her. This. Ooh. Oh, God, it's got her by the chest? Hand? She's flinging it around. She's hurling it away. And then a man has come with a stick. Uh, a green-shirted man. Oh, brutal. And now he's chasing it away with a stick. Wow. She appears to be injured. There you go. Okay, let me um, read you this story. Any rabid animal, like this fox, is nothing to mess with, but the woman who it attacked is no slouch either, as this surveillance video shows her putting up one hell of a fight and likely saving her life. Uh, debatable if the fox could have killed her, um, but you never know. Uh, they're right, she did put up quite a fight. The wild incident went down in July in Ithaca, New York. You can see the fox doesn't even hesitate as it sneaks up on her as she's chatting on the phone in her yard and starts chomping on her leg non-stop. She gives, oh god, she gives the animal a powerful kick, launching it into the air, but it doesn't give up, eventually clamping its jaws down on her hand, and it doesn't let go while she tries to shake it off. A neighbor eventually shows up with a stick and scares it away. The injuries are horrific. I'm going to see if I can look at these. Let's have a look. Okay. She's got a very swollen hand, probably due to an infection, uh, a pierce sort of in the fleshy part of her, of her hand. Yeah, she's lost... A bit of skin there. Eey. It's not the worst attack I've seen, but not great. Her hands seemingly got the worst of it, as these gnarly picks after the attack show. She must have gotten some extremely painful rabies shots as well. Yes, the, uh, you would hope she got checked for rabies. That's insane. Um, according to her husband, who uploaded the video, the fox attempted to do the same to someone else nearby, but it was killed. The body was taken to the veterinarian lab in Cornell University, where they discovered rabies was in its system. Hoy, ah, I really hope that, uh, yeah, she got her shots, because rabies does not fuck around. 
exactly what the article says next. Rabies is no joke when it comes to animals attacking humans. A bobcat was hurled across a lawn last year in North Carolina. It was shot and later died testing positive for rabies. I think we talked about that story as well on a previous episode. Okay, we've got time for one more scratch of the day. Um, let's see what else we can find. Come on. Here we go. Um, on. Okay. No, this is... Uh, no. In Ballarat, in Australia, apparently there have been a spate of animal mutilations, but that's not really what we talk about. Here we go. A bull knocks man to the ground and attacks his face before running away. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, this is from NDTV. Ricky Gervais... Ricky Gervais must have shared this. The uh, caption says, Ricky Gervais captioned the clip, boom, shared just a day ago. The video's already garnered 3 million views and more than 68,000 likes. The headline is, on camera, bull knocks man to the ground, attacks his face before running away. Let's read this article. A terrifying video showing a man getting trampled by a bull in the streets in a front... In, sorry, in front of an... How about I try that again? A terrifying video showing a man getting trampled by a bull in the streets in front of his onlookers has surfaced online. British comedian and actor Ricky Gervais, who is also known to be a fierce animal rights activist, shared the horrifying clip on Twitter. In the footage, a man wearing a black t-shirt is seen raising his arm next to the bull's horn. Moments later, the animal is seen abruptly jumping and knocking the man to the ground. The bull then treads on the man's jaw and abdomen before fleeing the scene. Mr. Gervais captioned the clip, boom, shared just a day ago. The video has already garnered over 3 million views and more than 68,000 likes. One user wrote, not often you actually get to see, you mess with the bull and the, you get the horns. Another said, it's good for people to see things like this. Even if they have little regard for animal rights, having your head filled, filled in by a bull delivers an equally important message. It's hard to feel sympathy for someone who gets harmed while trying to cause harm, added a third. Don't pick a fight with anything outside your weight class as a general rule, recommended a fourth. The location where the incident took place is yet to be known. There you go. Well, we're going to call it a day there. Thank you so much for listening to the first part of this series on North American bear attacks. Um... There is so much information here, and I'm kind of glad I'm recording it and discovering it live with you. I hope it's made for some interesting um, auditory... (laughs) viewing listening i guess is the other way to put that and of course thank you for listening to our scratch of the day as always if you have any recommendations for stories i should tell scratch of the day articles i should be rereading uh, anything at all please send that through you can message me on social media all the bullshit is in the caption we have a patreon please go there and give me some money um or don't you don't have to of course there's an email address that's also there send me your uh recommendations for stories whatever feedback if you hate me if you want me to die tell me that too give me a death threat because i don't feel like you've properly made it as an influencer until you can say you've been getting death threats so that's that don't actually do that because i'll cry any hootie in the blowfish we're gonna call that a day there thank you so much i'll be back next week with part two of bears and bloodshed in north america stay safe out there everyone because as we've learned it's a jungle out there (laughs) 